Welcome to the Realtors Land Institute podcast, the voices of land, the industry's leading land real estate organization. Hello, this is Justin Osborne, accredited land consultant with the Wells Group Real Estate Brokerage in Colorado and New Mexico. Today's guest is going to be Casey Mock. As the director of the Keller Williams Land Division at Keller Williams Realty International and the owner of Mock Ranches and co-founder of Fever Pursuit, Casey Mock is a man on the move. Casey has dedicated his entire professional career to building businesses that matter to landowners and outdoor enthusiasts. Today, Mock Ranches is an expert in land sales and marketing. Thank you for being with us today, Casey. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having us. Uh, We've been talking about doing this for quite some time, and I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on, man. I think you've got a wealth of knowledge that our listeners can really benefit from. And I'd like to just start out by asking you how you have specifically benefited from being involved in RLI. Justin, that's a great question. Uh, Man, I'm going to take you back to before my involvement with RLI to provide some context because I think it'd be good for the listeners and uh, good for some of our younger members of of the Institute, as well as some people that might be on the fence. So I was the classic uh, cocky agent that didn't think I needed to do anything from RLI. I was was, uh, the guy that thought you know, RLI could probably teach some of those classes. I don't need to go pay to listen to them. Uh, and man, was I wrong. So I was, I, w- I don't want to say forced into, but I joined RLI in 2014, I believe, uh, 14 or 15, really out of necessity. As our organization started to grow, I'm a big believer in leadership and a big believer in uh, being involved in the trade organizations that your that your industry works in. And of course, RLI is the leading organization for land education and networking in our in our industry right so i got involved in 2015 just because so many of our agents through kw land keller williams farm and ranch and land were involved and they were asking us why we had no presence and so kind of against my own will i got involved and uh came to land conference in tucson i think might have been the first one i went to and man it was not what i was expecting in a good way (laughs) <laughs> quality people, man. Quality people. Quality people. RLI has really been uh, a phenomenal network for me as a young professional. Uh, man, to meet people like you, but Bob Turner and and George Clift and just some of the greats in our industry. When I say greats, I'm not talking about uh, people that pat their own back. I'm more talking about people that are invested in seeing our industry grow. They're invested in seeing our industry, the land business, uh, stay strong into the future. And by doing that, they're willing to invest a lot of their time and resources into guys like us. You you and I met on the Future Leaders Committee, which is an intentional committee. I think, and I don't want to take credit for this, but so after that first land conference, I flew back on a plane with Dan Natfield. Dan's from the San Antonio area. We're naturally both flying back to Texas. And Dan asked me, how was your first land conference experience? And I said, Dan, it was great. It would have been better if there were some more people there under the age of 40. And because uh, <laughs> it was kind of the, you know, the, the gray warriors is what I told that field. 
And uh, Dan said, great, why don't you put a committee or why don't, why don't we put a committee together of, of uh, young professionals to help grow this? And so that's where I met Justin. And now when you go to land conference, there's 50 under 40. You know, it's, it's become a phenomenal platform for people to penetrate the business and get in and really learn from some of these experts like Catfield and Bob Turner and the Murphys and Dean Saunders and so many across the country that invest a lot in this organization. Well, you're exactly right. You know, it's, it's crazy the humility uh, that is around this organization. You're, I mean, those names you just listed are people that are, you know, doing well north of $50 million a year in sales. And it's just, it's, it's great being able to sit down, have a conversation with somebody like that and, and see how humble they are where you're, you're literally pulling that information out of them because they're not bragging about it. They're just sitting around right. uh, like they're an average Joe. And that's funny. Right. I didn't realize that was your first land conference because that was my first land conference. And we actually met, you may not remember this, it was before the future leader committee. Yep. It was like five o'clock in the morning at that conference. You and I ended up getting on, on the elliptical machine. On the elliptical machines right <laughs> next to each other. It was like, well, yep. you're training for something and you're training for something. What are you training for? Oh, I got a elk hunt coming up in the fall. It's like, oh, I do too. <laughs> yep. No, that's exactly right. We met on the elliptical machines in that in that hotel discussing elk hunting and and fast forward now five or six years and here we are still working actively to grow the organization and, and grow our professional careers too with, with mentorship from so many. Uh, I'm just thinking here of the names that I should have referenced. You know, there's, there's a hundred people that you could reference. I just named a few there. Yep. Well, and the organization has, has been extremely diverse, you know, the past few years. It's, it's really great here in our Colorado chapter. You know, when we're meeting, we have so many people from across the state. Uh, we have we have male, we have female. You know, it's it's extremely diverse culture now. And uh, applaud applaud you and uh, the rest of the future leader committee for really making sure that the next generation is coming up and getting this education because there's only so much you can learn online. You know, getting together, having real world conversations. <clears throat> you know, talking about the hurdle that came up in that last transaction and how you got over it, it has just been so beneficial for me in this organization. There's been so many times where I've had somebody say, hey, do you, you know of an appraisal I can, uh, appraiser that I can reach out to in this area? And it may be three hours for, from me, but I can get on the phone, I can call an RLI member and say, hey, who do you recommend for an appraiser that's going to be specific for land in this rural part of America. And not once have I ever been disappointed with the recommendation that they gave me. Well, that you nailed it. You know, when, when we first got involved and I was talking to Bill Davis and Bob Turner and some of these people about RLI, one of their comments was, if I pick up the phone and call an ALC, accredited land consultant, if I pick up the phone and call an ALC, and I would extend that to to the majority of the RLI members, but they said two things are going to happen. One, they're going to answer or they're going to actually call me back. And two, they're going to give me an honest answer that has my best interest in mind. And when Bob was telling me this, I was like, yeah, okay. You know, I've got circles of friends and colleagues. I don't need any more friends. Uh, 
but what I've experienced at RLI is just that, you know, and you learn as you're in this industry, Justin, and this is probably a good thing for younger agents and brokers to hear that are coming into it. Um, not everybody that you work with in this, in this industry is interested in your success. Um, there's a couple of kinds of brokers, a couple of kinds of agents, those that want you to succeed and those that don't. And some are going to give you good information and some aren't. And I'm confident that within this organization, when I pick up the phone and have a question for somebody and I'm going to call somebody, they're going to give me good information with my best interest in mind. They're not going to worry about me operating in their space. They're not going to worry about, man, if I give you this appraiser or this surveyor or this, this uh, oil and gas or mineral attorney, it's going to help your business. And that's part of my competitive edge. They're not concerned about that. They're concerned about the client's interest being handled well and my success in that time of need and with that question. And, and so, and the organization is phenomenal in that regard. You know, I'm going to pivot a little bit different direction, Justin, and, and talk about the leadership of the organization because particularly like under Aubrey's leadership, uh, our CEO currently, the organization has evolved positively, um, positively. I, I think, you know, before there could have been some resistance to change. And I've, I, I want to applaud the leadership of RLI for doing their best to evolve as the industry evolves. And that's something that for you and I is critical to our involvement in the future. And it's critical to our, uh, uh, economies of scale, if you will. Yeah, I'm a firm believer, Justin, that all of us is stronger than one of us. Nobody succeeds alone. Nobody fails alone. And so in order for you and I to have long-term success in this industry, our, our, uh, uh, our industry, our organization, our trade organization, the, the idea of a land specialist, the idea of a land consultant, the idea of a, a realtor that specializes in land, that has to stay valuable. Meaning you and I as realtors uh, can't be replaced by technology. Huge battle that we fight at Keller Williams. You and I as realtors can't be reduced down to transaction coordinators. You and I as, as realtors that specialize in, in land, we have to maintain our position as the fiduciary in this responsibility and the person that really guides and provides value but to do that, there has to be strength in numbers and cooperation inside the industry. And I think that's what a lot of agents and brokers don't understand. I, I don't know the Colorado market as well as I do here in Texas, but, uh, man, there's a lot of people that don't cooperate and don't, don't play in the same sandbox well. And that's unfortunate. It doesn't mean that there's not enough money to be made by everybody. You know, there's more business to be had than most of us can do. So the the industry is strong financially from that regard, but we can't afford to be fragmented going forward because there's so many organizations, so much venture capital, so many outside forces that would work against your role and my role as a realtor and our fiduciary and our primary responsibility in that, in that transaction. And that's something that we work – I mean – we could spend hours and hours and hours on and we've, and we've spent hundreds of millions of dollars on the last two years. So, yeah. It's, it's certainly a, a very competitive industry and that's, that's a, a great analogy, Casey, that there's just some people that don't play well in the same sandbox together. And, 
you know, what I love about RLI is what just what you hit on. It's it's a very much an all tides rise mentality. You know, we mm-hmm. we all rise together. We all do better when when you when you're successful. It helps me be successful as well. And that's rare in uh, a sales industry. And so yep. I can agree with you more on that. You know, as far as the the being you know replaced with technology and getting down to a transaction coordinator you know we've we've talked about this in the past with other folks and it's interesting seeing the statistics that are out there on how many realtors are not going to be licensed in the next 10 years because of technology and you know in a lot lot subdivision where you're selling everything on central water central sewer you've got five floor plan of cookie cutter homes maybe so i can buy that Uh, when you're talking about what we're doing you know, last night I was in a county planning meeting with uh, both the seller and the buyer. It, it was a neighborhood compatibility meeting for a 184 RV park, RV space that we're trying to create uh, just right outside of Durango. And, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're pretty deep in something like that. You know, I'd like to see how a computer module can try to give seller representation or buyer representation on a transaction that has that many variables. And so I think that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great point for our, the newer members to think about, like if you wanna last in this industry, you probably ought to start thinking about trying to sell stuff that a computer can't do. Yeah, yeah, or, or work Justin on your value proposition. I mean, that's a, the idea of what your value proposition is to your client, well, both to your client and to the people that may work for you. Because the space is the space is competitive on all fronts, right? So there's competition for the lead, which you know you and I would compete against each other for a lead. We'd also compete against uh, uh, Land.com or Zillow for a lead, or Redfin or you know, one of these other firms, right? So there's there's a tremendous amount of competition for the lead. You really make money in real estate in two places: you make it in the lead, or you make it at the closing. And the lead is the tail that wags the dog. So it all starts with the lead, right? So there's competition for the lead. There's also moving forward, uh, you see every day more and more consolidation in industry, meaning as an individual in the industry, it gets a little more tough and a little more tough and a little more tough. And the reason is uh, groups like ours, groups like yours, groups like the Murphys or like Dean has, or just go on and on, the, the groups, the teams, the larger the larger, more productive, laser-focused organizations, we continue to take more and more and more market share. And now you have this snowball effect. And with that, we have more operating capital. And so you're able to invest more heavily in technology, which gives you that competitive advantage. And by doing that, you're able to pay people better. And by doing that, now you've cornered the market on the leads and you've cornered the market on attracting talent. And all of us will be defined in our future uh, largely by the people that we're able to attract to our business and stay in business with. And so, you know, I think for, uh, for our members at RLI and for the younger agents that are getting in the business, that's something to really, really consider who you're in business with and, and what their long-term strategy is to still be in the, in the industry and be bigger and more robust and take more market share and go get what we call your unfair share, you know, but I love what Gary Keller says, and this is this in large part defines a lot of the mentality you find in our line. Gary has said this forever. He said, nobody else needs to fail in order for me to be successful. 
Nobody else needs to fail in order for me to be successful. That's great. And that's so, so we sit at the, I remember I was named the national recreational land broker of the year by RLI and uh, the land report in 2018 at the apex awards, which was a surprise. Uh, it was very humbling. It was a huge honor to get that at 34 years old uh, with the, with the caliber of brokers in the room. I think we got, we had a great year and we got lucky that, uh, I say lucky, you know, a lot of, a lot of the brokers in your part of the world are ridden by wildfires and couldn't close some big stuff. And, and, uh, you know, there you go. We ended up winning the deal. Uh, but I'm sitting there and, uh, you're at the table, Joey Burns at the table, Dan Murphy and Mike Murphy at the table, Bart Miller's at the table, all, all guys that compete in the same space, the, I mean, the hyper-focused same space all chose to sit at the table together, not where you were assigned. It's not like you were assigned by state. Everybody chose to sit at the same table together and everybody's rooting each other on winning these production awards and to have, uh, to have leaders with that much market share that are sales focused, all type A personalities taking that approach that, Hey, nobody else in this room has to fail in order for me to be successful. Man, that's a, that's a game changer. And, that's one reason, Justin, that we started, uh, I guess, two years ago, maybe a year ago, uh, the mastermind that we're doing now with RLI. So we hosted our first one last year at National Land Conference. Uh, very successful. We did another one this year virtually. It was a virtual mastermind, and I, I believe it was the largest attended breakout at the land conference. And that's what it is, man. It's uh, It's the idea that we put our heads together and we mastermind these ideas out and hopefully you and I and everybody in the room is able to avoid a learning curve and leapfrog that learning curve and learn from somebody else's decision, what they did right or what they did wrong. We talked a lot about financial models and how uh, the best way for us to fend our industries, we're all financially viable and, and financially sound and we're all profitable. Um, that's one of the misconceptions in the business, isn't it? You know, my dad, my dad makes a comment. <laughs> he says, he says, uh, you realtors make a living just ripping ranchers off. <laughs> I said, well, dad, <laughs> you're a fishing guy. You make, you take people fishing for a thousand dollars a day. We might switch places, but, but, uh, uh, you know, at the end of the day, our industry is very demanding to be in your position is very demanding. It's a, it's an expensive business to be in and you're gambling a lot with your own capital, hoping that the market stays strong enough that we can sell the listings that we take and invest in. And so it's a cash intensive business and talent's expensive and technology is expensive and trucks and ATVs are expensive. So we want to make sure that the agents that we work with in our firm and those that we're able to mastermind with like yourself that I, that, you know, I, I pray you're highly successful. We want to make sure you're profitable. And so we get together and we discuss financial models. And then we get together on these masterminds. I host a monthly, uh, a monthly uh, land broker mastermind on our Facebook page. And uh, we cooperate with ROI on that. Um, uh, so we talk about profitability and we talk about an organizational model. You know, what's it look like to build a sound organization starting with administrative and operations and then going to buyers agents and showing specialists and ultimately listing agents and and as a rainmaker as an owner of a brokerage or an owner of a team inside you know one of the franchise companies like Keller Williams is 
how do you build an organization such that you can attract great talent, keep great talent, and maintain profitability? So we talk about those things openly, you know. Well, and and that's what I love is, you know, there's there's so much information in this industry on, all right, here's here's what you do to get a listing. Here's what you do to handle a transaction. Here's what you do to close a transaction uh, or to market and advertise. But there's not a whole lot of educational material out there that says, all right, now you've been in the business, you're successful, uh, or you're trying to be successful, but you're spending all this money advertising. You're not making a profit. There's all this money behind the scenes that is spent that a lot of the sellers don't have a clue on. And, and right. you're creating an opportunity for these realtors to get educated and say, look, here's how you actually need to understand the operation management side of the business on what your own P&L needs to look like, you know, what your, what your long-term vision needs to look like and your, your money going out for marketing. And so for the, the listeners that aren't aware, where can they go and find these mastermind sessions that we've done over the years? Well, you can, I, I know they're live, some of them inside of RLI, Justin, so you can log in and get some archives. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, um, you can just search Land Broker Mastermind on Facebook. That's a group, an open group that I've got. Uh, you have to put in some of your credentials to get in there. So we we want to maintain a closed group, meaning um, we want we want quality land brokers in the group. You know, we're not interested in having uh, 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 an aspiring a, a residential agent that's never sold a ranch just wants to learn from you. It's in order for it to be a mastermind everybody has to be able to contribute. So you have to put some credentials in how long you've been in the business, uh, what percentage of your business is land sales and we'll approve you, but just search land broker mastermind there on Facebook. Uh, my name, Casey mock, you can search me and I can send you some archives and get you on those as well. And I know RLI has some archives of the land conference and of some of those recordings that we've done. So think about this, Justin. If you are interested in getting into any business, we'll use the land business as an example, and you have questions about what it looks like to be successful, what my activities need to be to be productive at generating business, how to best manage my cash, how to best build an organization, who do you go ask for that? You could ask uh, vendors that sell products, and they're going to tell you what things cost, Right, but you gotta you gotta think about what their interest is. Their interest is a margin in a product that they sell. You know, and I'm not taking a stab at any vendor, so hopefully, hopefully Aubrey lets lets this make the cut. You know, but if you if you just go look in any industry, just go look in any industry, and you go look, you 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 go uh, 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 purchase a, a attendance at a marketing class. You just go take a marketing class. Look at who's speaking and look at who paid to sponsor the event. And you usually find a lot of commonalities. And so in that regard, the person that stands to gain off of your subscription is the one up there teaching you. The alternative is you come get engaged with RLI and you can get engaged in the land broker masterminds and the different things that we do at land conference. And you learn from the people that have done it. And you learn from the agents and brokers and the men and women that have, that have, that have the gray hair to prove that they've been there and they've done it and they've lasted past a couple of years in the business. You know, these are 
10 and 20 and 30 year veterans in the business and they can tell you, Justin, you need to keep your percentage of budget. You need to keep your marketing X percentage of budget and no more. You need to keep your payroll X percentage of budget and no more. And see so if you got to make it fit. And now you're looking at it from a profitability standpoint and a success standpoint. You're not just allowing a, uh, and there's some great vendors in the business. Hey, some great vendors. There's some great people that we work with in this industry from, uh, you know, the land broker co-op land.com, all the different uh, partners, MapRite, TerraStride, all the different partners that RLI has phenomenal, phenomenal partners. But then today you and I have to run our business and you and I making decisions alone sometimes create what we say is creativity without models can lead to chaos. And so where do you find successful models? Well, success leaves clues. You just got to find out where to find the clues. And the clues is I pick up the phone and call you. Did this work for you? Yes, it did. Or heck no. And if it worked for you and it worked for Bart and it worked for uh, uh, Renee and it worked for Georgia, now I've got a model that I can follow. If it didn't work, I don't. Success leaves clues. And so creativity without models leaves chaos. And I think the models and systems is what we can most learn together. I love that. I, I haven't heard that before. Creative creativity without models leads to chaos. I, I love it. I was listening to a Brian Buffini podcast a few days ago, and he was talking about creativity and um, being being artistic. And um, one of the one of the realtors that was in the group said, "You know, I'm just I'm not creative. I'm not artistic." He said, "Have you ever had?" a real estate closing. And they said, yeah, I've had several. He said, if you're a realtor and you've had a closing, you're creative because you had to find <laughs> a way to get over at least one hurdle in that transaction, if not many, to get to the finish line. And it, it really kind of just spoke to me because I don't consider myself an artistic or creative person. You know, yeah, I love getting, getting models and following them, but it kind of opened my mind to say, you know what? He's right. Every, every time we're trying to get around these hurdles in the transactions and we're successful, it takes creativity. And so, yep. you know, our clients benefit that. And, you know, I guess my last question to you, Casey, would be speaking of clients, can you talk on the direct correlation that, that you and your team have seen where your clients have specifically benefited from you being involved in RLI? Gosh, that's a great question. Um, you know, everything we do, everything you and I do should be to benefit the people that we work for. It should be to enhance your value proposition to the people you work for who are uh, your clients, your vendors, uh, your family, and your employees, your team. And so the things that you and I should do as a realtor, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, however you would define your role as a broker, everything you do should be to enhance your value proposition to those people who are dependent on you being good at what you do. And so you think about RLI and what their one thing is, and it's always been training education. And so certainly classes like the land investment analysis class, phenomenal class, uh, land 101, great class for somebody to take that's, that's just getting into the business. Some of the more niche classes like the mapping classes have, they just saved us time and saved us money. And if I save money and save time on an operational or administrative thing, I can 
spend that money on marketing on behalf of my clients. Um, it, RLI has greatly broadened, like we started the conversation with, greatly broadened uh, my network of, of top brokers who deal with wealthy clients. And so when I've got uh, a listing coming, I think it's going to be attractive to some of those people. Man, I've developed a long list of brokers that I can send that deal to who I trust, who are interested in their client's best interest. And uh, I know that when one of those RLI brokers brings me an offer or, or an agent brings me an offer, it's going to be a, it's going to be an offer that uh, at least whether it's an offer that I like financially or not, at least I know I can trust who I'm negotiating with and we're going to have a, and we're going to have a, a pleasurable negotiation. Um, and then I guess the last thing, Justin is, we just sharpen our skill set. We sharpen our skill set. We'll become better leaders together. And your job and my job as a realtor, if you look at, you know, we, so we've got 160 something thousand agents in our organization inside KW. And, and we really study behavioral profiles with people. If you look at the top 10% of, of agents in the industry, they have a leadership behavioral profile. If you did the DISC assessment or ABA or whatever you might do, a Burke or whatever you might do on somebody, They've got a leadership behavioral profile. And the reason is your job and my job is to lead people through one of the largest, most stressful transactions they'll ever do. It's buying and selling real estate, man. And so as we sharpen our skills as leaders and we communicate better and we learn better models and systems to help our people, we're able to apply those to our clients and, uh, and just do a better job for them. Just do a better job for him. Well, that's great, Casey. I'm so glad you were able to join us today. You know, you referenced uh, a lot of those classes. and I can't agree with you more, man. It's been so educational for me. Um, our listeners that are listening today can go to rliland.com and underneath the Land U Education tab, uh, it'll show where the upcoming courses are being held. Got several offerings, both in person and virtually, coming up for lots of different classes. And so, I would really encourage our listeners to go take a look, get educated, and like Casey was just saying, you know, your clients are the ones that benefit from your education. Casey, thank you so much for being with us today. It's great catching up with you, man, and we really appreciate you sharing your expertise and your knowledge to the folks that are listening. Always a pleasure.